We got real news for you. Politics and culture and entertainment too. From a Marxist point of view. So open up your holes and loop up for the news. Hey, it's the real news this week. Guess what? Twitter's falling apart in real time. And I could not be more overjoyed. (laughs) And Twitter could not be more underemployed. So, according to this article from CNBC, uh, mixed messages from Twitter leadership to employees continue as Musk tells engineers to report to headquarters. Hours after the company told employees the offices would be closed until Monday and their access badges would not work. Uh, Musk says he wants engineers to help him, quote, better understand the Twitter tech stack. Uh, So, according to this article, after uh, Twitter told employees it would be closing its offices until Monday, new owner and CEO Elon Musk has called engineering staff into the San Francisco headquarters office. According to internal emails obtained by CNBC, late Thursday, Twitter sent out a company-wide email saying its offices would be closed Friday until Monday and badge access would cut off during the temporary closure. Then, in a pair of widely distributed emails sent at the start of Business Friday, Musk called for, quote, anyone who actually writes software, unquote, to report to Twitter's headquarters by Friday afternoon. First, though, he asked them to send him a high-level report of the best code they have worked on in the last six months. So here's the thing. Elon Musk cannot code. No. He does not know how to code. How is he going to judge this code? Yeah, like, um, like the only time I feel he's actually done any coding was when uh, him and his uh, brother did Zip2, and they said the code, after after the code was handed over, mm-hmm. like, they said it was, like, uh, I guess what's called a hairball, which is, like, like a code that is just, like, so tangled and would just fall apart if any part of it fails. Mm-hmm. Said it was just, like, very rudimentary coding that they, mm-hmm. that, they, that the people who bought Zip2 had to completely undo and redo. Yeah. And, like, and so far he has not done anything else and that's and that's during the time where he would um sell like the way he got investors is him and his brother made fake casing for computers to make it look like <laughs> look like a larger computer mm-hmm. and so like because at that point you know i guess like what was that like the 90s or whatever mm-hmm. um you know you know it wasn't you know people weren't going for small they're going for big and you know you see like this big you know thing it must have a lot of processing power so they would like make fake giant computer casings and make it seem like it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. He's like, he, yeah, I mean, he's, the he, he's been a Barnum and Bailey, like bullshit artist ever since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And yeah, don't, don't disparage Bailey's good name. All right. He's a PT Barnum. <laughs> Bailey yeah. was fine. He was just a circus man. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. PT Barnum. I yes. mean, uh, geez. Yeah. Like, so- he, sorry, Bailey. Yeah. Yeah. You better be <laughs> like, come on. He made the Irish cream. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the guy's a fucking scam artist and, and yeah, like, and, and that's the thing, like, he's going to get this code. And that's one thing I, you know, you've been seeing during the collapse is like, there'll actually be like a real worker at, at, um, at a Twitter telling him he's wrong. Speaking <laughs> of which, so, so after, uh, he said on late Thursday that the offices would be closed and badge access would not work. Someone <laughs> who I haven't confirmed, but I very highly believe this, uh, reported on Twitter that they had just been laid off from their position at Twitter mm-hmm. and uh, their official title uh, or their official function was the director of badge access. 
So, and, cool, 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 cool. And, uh, and Elon apparently had like, uh, like hurriedly called him and been like, Hey, uh, we, 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 we need you back at the office. These uh, are, these are all the actions of a, of a huge genius, by the way. Yeah. Like and, this and, is a man who knows how to manage. And yeah. That, and it's, that, it's not just, I mean, it's a good, he's obviously a great CEO. He's mm-hmm. a great people manager. He's yeah. a great people person. He's someone who understands the value of, of workers and what they do for a company. Cause like, I, I kind Absolutely. of, I kind of like during all this, I do feel he misunderstands what it takes for like something to work, a website to work. Like he's just been, right. I, I, <laughs> like, I'm just like flabbergasted. He's been so successful up to this point. And it, re- it really just speaks to the utility of having a bunch of money to pay smart people to do things. Mm-hmm. And, and also the cult of personality. Cause mm-hmm. I think that's his, mo- his biggest selling point right. is the fact that he's, you know, he's manufactured this, this perception of himself to be mm-hmm. an inventor. And as a thing, when I talk to people, and you know, I tell him like he actually hasn't invented anything. No, <laughs> like people he hasn't. people are surprised because like he he has like this. He's he's like you know paid the right people. He's paid like the you know you know um, entertainment journalists and everything to depict him as such. So like that 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 then that's what he that sells it. And, you know, also I think his name you know sounds like a you know he's a future alien or whatever. But but yeah, so people are like you know. They trust him with the money and they genuinely believe that he is someone who is looking out for the best of humanity. And it's someone that's going to get us to Mars, going to like, you know, reinvent the tunnel <laughs> or something. Mm-hmm. And and it's all bullshit. Like is is the main way he makes money is through selling carbon credits. Mm-hmm. That's the that's that's the only way Tesla is profitable. And it's because he sells he, he, he masses massive amounts of carbon credits um, that he gets for making the cars and, you know, also like he also gets some for, uh, creating like the, um, um, refill stations mm-hmm. that are designed only for Tesla's. And so, and some of them they found actually don't even work, <laughs> but the fact that wow. they, the fact that they have them mm-hmm. is like, uh, he gets carbon credits for that, that he then sells back to oil companies so so they can they can offset wow. what they uh, set their pollution and that's the only way fucking tesla makes fucking money amazing he's a fucking scam artist and, yeah. bo- and like he's not doing anything for and the then, betterment of, of civilization yeah. so that's the only way tesla makes money besides yeah. their absolutely inflated stock price that makes no fucking sense yep. uh spacex makes the bulk of their money on government and military contracts yeah like all his rockets mm-hmm. they're just going to be missiles they're just going to be not only <laughs> missiles, but weapons delivery systems, yep. which is what SpaceX is really looking into right now mm-hmm. is basically rockets that can not explode <laughs> because they're going to be delivering a lot of explodable things, yep. and the which star- is just another weapons contractor in a different way. Yeah. And the whole Starlink bullshit is mm-hmm. just another way of of doing statecraft. Yeah, and absolutely. Like, and like, yeah, what he's been doing with the fuck. So it's not just a way of doing statecraft. It's a way of doing statecraft while getting U.S. government contracts <laughs> yep. again. Like, yep. like you saw what they did with fucking. We talked about it, I think, uh, yeah. a little while ago about what he did with Starlink over in Ukraine. Basically, mm-hmm. 
he gave them, he quote unquote donated to them a lot of equipment, yeah. but people found out that in fact, the donations he made were, uh, he did donate some stuff, but then he also, uh, charged the U S military mm-hmm. to send them the exact same equipment and he marked it up like five times. Yep. So he ended up making a huge profit on it. Mm-hmm. No, no fucking kidding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, speaking of him <laughs> lying, some some information has come out recently that mm. I think is very interesting. Ooh. So uh, yesterday, um, Capital Hunters, a uh, I think a research kind of thing on Twitter, uh, said this. Someone has to say it. Elon Musk has lied for 27 years about his credentials. Mm-hmm. He does not have a bachelor's of science and physics or any technical field. He did not get into a PhD program ever. As he claims, he dropped out of college in 1995 and thereafter was an illegal immigrant. Mm. However, later investors quietly arranged a diploma for him, but not in science. And they provide a bunch of uh, technical documentation. Basically, it wow, looks I didn't as even though, hear about this. Yeah, he never actually got all of the credits to graduate with a, a BS in anything. Yeah, B- yeah, I thought I heard it. Yeah, BA and. Um... In physics and um, economics, or something. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's all all fucking bullshit, all of it. So. Oh, where, uh, who said this? Um, at Capital Hunters, mm. it's uh, like a research group on. Uh, Interesting, I believe it. Yeah, and I mean they they put the documentation out there and everything. So yeah, I mean, if, if anyone says anything bad about Elon, I just automatically believe it. I have no reason not to because everything negative people have said about him has turned out to be true. And and also, yeah, and everything about him is fake. True. Like, yes. it, the entire public image that he puts out is entirely fabricated. Mm-hmm. So, I would, yeah, I would not doubt the fact, I mean, the only thing that you can really, like, you know, point to that's actually true is he has apartheid emerald mine money and had a very rich father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then he's just been failing upward ever since. Absolutely. And... And so no one's for some reason like you know, and that's and for and for some people that's a sign of meritocracy that he somehow earns all these billions of dollars mm-hmm. that he can sink into something com- as so completely useless as Twitter, mm-hmm. and you know, and if we were and if we were to like actually ho- uphold him as someone who is actually looking better for, you know, looking out for humanity that he's like mm-hmm. some altruist that wants to bring humanity to the next level. Mm-hmm. What functional purpose does sinking? Forty-four billion dollars into a fucking app. <laughs> let me let me let me tell you. Let me tell you what he could have done that actually would have made sense mm. and would have been altruistic and furthered the world. Mm. He could have made it a public utility. Yeah, I mean, because it should be at this point. It, it should be because Twitter is a giant source of information that a lot of people rely on mm-hmm. for their careers. Journalists largely use Twitter. Yeah, because it is a great like pretty open like way to source information and peer review things. Yeah. Which is important for journalism and it happens in real time. Yeah. And it's a great way to spread news information mm-hmm. very quickly in real time. And um, one person I, I, I saw brought up a good point where they think that he's also sinking Twitter intentionally mm-hmm. because it is also, you know, a good tool for um, uh, organization True. And unionizing, uh-huh. and that, and and as we all know, he's very anti-union. As True. going far as like denying like uh, union members that work for him mm. um, stock option credit, <laughs> stop stock stock uh, options and to, stuff. To be fair, though, like people who are unionizing are not that dumb. They yeah. will find a way to get together. Oh yeah, 
and organized, like regardless of what social media apps are. I mean, they'll make a fucking Slack channel on, mm-hmm. on the Twitter Slack. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, since it is so public and everything, and it does bring attention to um, those sorts of things. Like, you know, there's like the, the Starbucks. Um, mm. Speaking yeah. of which, I don't oh. know if you heard, uh, a hundred, more than a hundred Starbucks stores went on strike today. Oh, awesome. Which is fucking cool, man. Man, so don't cross that picket line. If they Hell no. Pres- yeah. No, if, if you like coffee and you go to Starbucks and uh, you see them... Um, you know, uh, fucking picketing. Yeah. If you go in and get coffee, you're as good as a scab, and you de- <laughs> you deserve to have your fucking face beat. Yeah, straight up. Just go somewhere else. Go yeah, make make, make make choose that day to make your own coffee, or yeah. go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, choosing choosing to patronize a non-union scabs mm-hmm. is choosing to disrespect workers. It mm-hmm. is a conscious capital decision where you're saying, "I am more important than these workers." Mm-hmm. And uh, if you believe that, uh, you you need to fucking kiss a curb yeah. <laughs> real hard. Like, you're a real piece of shit, mm-hmm. uh, and you need to take a long look at your life. Yeah. Thankfully, all of our listeners are pro-union. Yes. Every single one of them. We love you. We want to kiss you. Hell yeah. So, um, let's move on here to maybe some more lighthearted news. I don't oh, know. Boy. Twitter failing in real time is pretty lighthearted. I know, yeah. I keep hoping, like, you know, there is, like, the whole belief that it's going to shut down. And I'm hoping for it. Oh, like, that'd be so funny just to, like, hit the app and it just doesn't open. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, I w- I'd just be like, Because, <laughs> like, Twitter, honestly, it is the social media app that I am not, It's I'm the least familiar with it. Mm-hmm. And also, I kind of see not the least utility in it, but... All Twitter is good for is writing something, taking a screenshot of it, and putting it on another social media <laughs> app. That's all. That's all it's good for, you yeah. know. Like, and I do like, like sending death threats to people. That is, it's it's <laughs> it's a good way to stalk celebrities. Yeah, um, yeah, and like you know, it's a good way for me to send uh, multiple dick pics from multiple angles mm-hmm. to Robert Beltran. Yes. Uh, it, with with the uh, Chakotay tattoo drawn on the side of it, um, I mean, there's, and there, I think there's also lots of funny people on Twitter. I, I, there, there are. It's it's good for jokes. Um, however, like Twitter, Twitter sucks in a way that like Twitter is based largely on establishment and time served. And mm-hmm. so like, if you're like good at something and funny, like you won't really see growth for a year or two. Yeah, and like you only see real growth when like a verified person with a lot of followers starts retweeting your stuff and liking your stuff. Yeah. Uh, or if, you know, you're a journalist or like, you know, someone mm-hmm. writes a news article about you or some yeah. shit. So I don't know. I'm not too fond of Twitter uh, just because Twitter's not too fond of me. Yeah. Like six months, get 200 followers. What the fuck? I've got like <laughs> 2000 on everything else. Oh, like, yeah. like I get a one tenth of followers. I don't get it. I'm fucking funny everywhere. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do like Twitter a lot, but I I th- I will think it's really funny if it implodes. Oh yeah, like yeah. I would I'll be fine with it, and it'll probably free me to just like yeah, masturbate to something else. Yeah, masturbate to something else. Masturbate to something else. <laughs> yeah, the the only people I I'm concerned for are people who like you know working people who legitimately rely on Twitter, mostly like sex <clears throat> workers and stuff. Who yeah. Like, Make their living basically advertising their shit on Twitter. Yeah, and that's like, the and lots of people make um, money a different way, lots of different ways. Like you know, artists and true, true, yeah. And um, but, but I mean, artists sincerely like should definitely be on Instagram. Yeah, it is, it is definitely more of a you know video and it's an art, a more mm-hmm. artistic type of thing. So yeah. Twitter really doesn't make sense for like visual artists, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah. 
Um, so, you know, everything has a different utility. Twi Twitter is definitely the best for people who use words for their living. So journalists and comedians. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm not a journalist. I don't know if I'm a comedian. <laughs> people would probably call me that because they think I'm a joke. But, you know, <laughs> I don't know if that qualifies. No. Um, although, like, I don't know. I... I say funny stuff a lot more than other people. There you go. I'm a humorist. There you go. Yeah. Like Dave Barry. Yeah, you're humorist a... Humorist Dave Barry. <laughs> Newspaper columnist Dave Barry. I do think they have been calling you the new Dave Barry. I think they have. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the Dave or the Barry, the sweeter they juice. You know what they say. Uh, so speaking of the Dave or the Barry, uh, Herschel Walker mm. veered off in a campaign speech this week. About werewolves killing vampires. <laughs> I saw that. That it was. This, I was cracking I, up so hard. So, like, my brother sent this to me like right <laughs> after it was reported on, and mm -hmm. I've been like just like eagerly waiting to talk about this <laughs> since it happened. Unfortunately, like two podcasts I listened to have already talked about. It. I'm like, no, damn it, I want to be the vampire. Uh, so anyway, um, <laughs> so U.S. Senate candidate Herschel Walker of Georgia delivered a bizarre diatribe about vampires and werewolves during a stump speech in McDonough, Georgia, Georgia, on Wednesday in a verbose example of the former athlete's ongoing unorthodox candidacy. This is a very nice article towards him. Uh, Walker, a, a Republican who is headed towards a December runoff against Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock, uh, regaled a Georgia audience this week with the plot details of a vampire movie he said he was recently watching late at night. He said, quote, I don't know if you know, but vampires are some cool people. Are they not? <laughs> he continued. But let me tell you something that I found out. A werewolf can kill a vampire. Did you know that? I never knew that. <laughs> so, I don't want to be a vampire anymore. I want to be a werewolf. I do like that because at first it seems, and I think to the crowd, it seems like he's... um tying this end to his December runoff. Mm -hmm. Like, like he's like, Oh, you know, Warnock's the vampire. I'm the werewolf. Right. I'm, Which I, I got it immediately. Yeah. Like, Warnock, warlock kind of vampiric. Yeah. I yeah. get that. Yeah. War, yeah. And that's, that's where I thought it, that that's what he was going for. Or maybe like, that's what initially he was supposed to be going for. Or, or maybe he's going for like a team Edward team, uh, whatever the werewolf kid's yeah. name was. Mm hmm. I, I actually once dated a girl who, like, you know, I'm Polly, mm -hmm. and uh, they, they decided to move in with one of their partners, mm -hmm. and I, like, never offered to move in with them or anything, mm -hmm. and they, like, they like had kind of, like, a breakdown because they were like, oh, it's like a an Edward and whatever situation. I'm like, what? I'm leaving you. <laughs> and she's like, well, I'm choosing between you, and I'm thinking to myself, like, I never gave you the choice of me. <laughs> like, yeah. Like... Don't choose me, please. I, I like you're one of my partners, and I fuck you, but I like never offered to like be your primary, move mm -hmm. in with you, nothing like that. And but 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 I had to ask him like, I'm Edward though, right? And she's like, well, obviously. I'm like, oh, thank God. Okay, I'm a, I'm the vampire. Well, whew. I'm like, keep crying. I'm uh, I'm gonna go home now. <laughs> it's also funny because, but like with this like uh -huh. war, uh, vampire or werewolf thing, like there is no werewolf scene in Fright Night. 
I know. And so, <laughs> I mean, and Fright Night fucking rules. Like, like, uh, right. Fright, Fright Night's great. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering, it was probably like Monster Squad then. Or, he, he, he probably was Monster Squad. Cause, cause it's very similar to Fright uh, Night. Also, when I first heard that he was making that analogy before I'd watched a clip, I thought he was talking about um, Underworld. Yeah, yeah, Underworld Rise of the Lichens. Yes. Because yeah, in that that that's the whole plot is mm-hmm. is werewolves versus vampires. Yeah. So so for more than two minutes, Walker stood at the podium recounting the apparent plot details of this mystery movie, which he identified as quote Fright Night, Freak Night, or some type of night. <laughs> so it might not have been Fright Night. It was a type of night though. It was a type of night, yeah. It could yeah. have just been like some B movie we've never even heard of. Right, right. Like it's something on, on Red Letter Media's like mm-hmm. uh, shelf or something. <laughs> yeah. And so I was wondering if it might have been the 2011 remake of Fright Night because I don't think I've seen that one of you. Uh, yeah, I've seen it. And yeah. Um, yeah, it's Colin Farrell. Yeah. yeah apparently, no, apparently no werewolves. No werewolves. It's pretty much the same plot, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, slightly different. Yeah. So, you know, maybe Underworld, maybe Twilight. Maybe Monster Squad. Definitely not Fright Night. Could, I mean, for all we know, he could have been staring at a blank screen. Yes. <laughs> this could have all been happening inside <laughs> of his head. <laughs> so, so regardless of what he was referring to, uh, the former NFL player and uh, very damaged uh, brain man eventually tied his ramblings back to a key component of his campaign. Faith. Yeah. So he said, quote, and that's where it is in our life. It don't even work unless you've got faith, Walker said after describing a movie scene that involved holy water and a cross. <laughs> <laughs> but also, he, also he goes on for this, yeah. for two, this, this, this recounting the speech uh-huh. thing for two minutes. Yeah, and it's yeah. the longest two minutes I've ever experienced something. And like, and after the initial, like where you were like, uh, with him talking about this, uh-huh. he gets to a point and the crowd's laughing, you know, they kind of like, you know, they're kind of, at this, first I think they're like, Oh, he's just, you know, he's riffing. This he's is riffing, funny. But, but then that, he keeps going. Yeah. And then I think they're like, <laughs> <laughs> what? When he start when he, after, after the people laugh, you know, kind of signaling him to move on. Uh-huh. And then he just kept talking about the plot. I was laughing so hard tears were streaming down my like, face I know, I know like so i i've watched like the actual clip of this like five yeah. times it is it is one of my favorite things mm-hmm. so here's here's my position controversial <laughs> democrats already have control of the senate just vote warnock or vote walker in he's so fucking funny he's so fucking funny yes he's like and if we don't vote him in, he's not going to be on the public stage for six years. We're not going to be exposed to him no matter what. Like, yeah. here's, here's what I'm he saying. Could, he could get a Fox News thing. Yeah, but, but who that, knows? That, Probably that, not. that's not going to be funny. That's just going to be harmful. And yeah. like, and it's not like he's not going to be in a place with serious people where he's talking about vampires and stuff. He's going to be on Fox News talking about vampires. And they're yeah. just going to, oh, yeah, and bobblehead <laughs> him and be like, yeah, you're right, aren't you? Yeah, vampires, sure, werewolves, uh-huh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so just fucking Georgia, just let Walker have it, okay? Like, <laughs> you know, make, yeah, kinda, make make C-SPAN great again. That's what I'm saying, all right? Yeah, like, actually actually not voting for him mm-hmm. is ableism. You know what? <laughs> you know what? I think you just cracked the case. Yeah. Like, if, you, if you're, at, like, yeah, if you're, if you're going to, you're going to be ableist if you vote for right? Warnock. Yeah, don't say you care about mental health and not vote for a mentally unhealthy person. Like, yeah, a man whose brain has been knocked into mush through right. constant he, uh, he, tackles. He, yeah, he needs that congressional fucking, uh, you know, health care because, like, you know, fucking NFL isn't going to cover him forever. Yeah, they, they might. Fucking, yeah, they might give him some experimental brain cells or something. 
And then it'll just be like, what? Where am I? <laughs> Hopefully not. I like him how he is. Yeah. He's funny. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we got we need more we need more um werewolf where that that would be funny though if like one of his first acts is to like in- introduce legislation to to ban vampires or something. <laughs> like Ow! Werewolves of Congress. Werewolves of Georgia. Uh, oh, there you go. <laughs> um so uh let's move on here uh to some more Republican news. Oh, so boy. the Republicans, guess what they did this week? They won the US House majority. Setting the stage for a divided government. So Republicans have the House and, guess what, Hmm. the fucking Supreme Court. Yeah. Uh, Although the Supreme Court is nonpartisan, apparently. Although it's filled with a bunch of fascists and Christian (laughs) nationalists, so I don't understand how that's true. Yeah. And fucking, like, the farthest left person is a Catholic. It's like, (laughs) what? Uh, Oh, I I guess maybe Biden's new pick, whatever her name is, might be farther Mm. left than Sotomayor. But I don't even know, because, like, even Sotomayor is, like, fucking centrist at best. Yeah. I mean... She's a Catholic! (laughs) Like, how how far fucking left can she be? She believes in the Pope. (laughs) What? Come on! Well, according to my mother, the Pope's a communist, so... I mean... (laughs) Like, Papa Francesco does have a socialist tint to him, but... He's the leader of the Catholic Church, yeah. who is one of the largest landowners in the entire universe. And pedophile network. Yeah, which <laughs> we actually have news about this week, believe it or not. Really? Wow, that's fascinating. Believe it or not. Fascinating, right? I don't I I even know that. Like, I'm, I'm, like, Britt doesn't tell me anything before we start this. I, I, I don't. <laughs> I, I just, I want to blindside you with news. And actually, like, see, that's the thing. I, I like to actually tell you the news so you can react to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, so I sound like the smart one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm informed, not you. Not you. You only know about the werewolf thing. um so um republicans were projected to win a majority in the u.s house of representatives by wednesday this wednesday a couple days ago setting the stage for two years of divided government as uh president joe biden's democrat party uh held control of the senate and the presidency obviously the victory gives republicans the power to rein in biden's agenda as well as to launch potentially politically damaging probes of his administration family though it falls far short of the, quote, red wave the party had hoped for. The final call came after more than a week of ballot counting when Edison Research projected Republicans had won the 218 seats they need to control the House. Uh, Republican victory in California's 27th congressional district took the party over the line. The party's current House leader, Kevin McCarthy, may have a challenging road ahead as he will need to... uh, um, uh, he will need his rest of caucus to hold together on critical votes, including funding the mil- uh, government and military at a time when former President Donald Trump has r- launched another run for the White House, which that's not in our news even, but you might have heard mm-hmm. fucking Trump right after the midterms announced he's running for a second term, giving himself two years to campaign. Yeah. That's insane. No one needs that amount of time. I, I, I've, I mean, I, I've already hated the American political process for so mm-hmm. long, but our voting process is a symptom of mental illness yeah. at this point. There is no other country in the world that takes longer than two <laughs> months to mm-hmm. campaign for office. Yeah, fucking the British like vote a week after they call for elections. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's 
Oh my god! And also, I feel like in a way he never stopped campaigning. No, he didn't because he kept holding uh, the rallies and everything, and he kept holding rallies and taking donations at those rallies. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, however, it, they 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 all went into uh, political action committee funds, so they were legal. Yep. So I feel he's been campaigning since 2020. He has. Yeah. <laughs> like he's and he's gonna keep. Yeah. And now he's it's gonna just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. So. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said in a statement uh, from House Democrats, we continue to play a leading role in supporting President Biden's agenda with strong leverage over a scant Republican majority. (laughs) I mean, you just had a scant majority, you dumb bitch. Speaking Mm -hmm. of which, Nancy Pelosi also stepped down in, uh, what was the guy's name? He's a fucking shitty centrist. Mm -hmm. Something Kenneth or Kenneth something. Mm. Um, yeah, some, some real piece of shit who's like super anti Bernie centrist. Oh, cool. And like, (laughs) I mean, fucking Nancy Pelosi sucked, but she was never like distinctly anti Bernie. She was just super pro liberal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, that kind of makes sense. They, they probably do want since they, you know, they have Fetterman in there and they Fetterman's in the Senate though. Oh yeah. He's in the the house. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they could just be. You know, I think Nancy should have stepped down like forever ago. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, like she's I mean, yeah, fucking California has a lot of problems with like trusting incumbents like Nancy Pelosi is a problem. But uh, uh, what's her face? Uh, the other lady Feinstein Feinstein yeah. uh, is like just, men- just mentally vacant. Like yeah. you think Herschel Walker <laughs> is not totally there. Fucking Jesus Christ. Yeah, she's she's what? 80 something. Yeah, 80, 88 or something like that. Yeah, She's like, fucking ancient. And then Chuck Grassley's like 89. Chuck Grassley's 89. My favorite tweet, I think I mentioned it last week, but uh, someone pointed out Chuck Grassley is older than the invention of chocolate chip cookies, yeah. which is just like a brilliant political commentary. Mm-hmm. And like, honestly, if you vote for anybody older than chocolate chip cookies, you're you're killing America. Yeah, like you're what, voting against the interests of everybody except for the oldest and shittiest people. Yeah, turn that's it's definitely an uh you know makes an argument for term limits for these people. Hundred percent. We need term limits for everything. Yeah, like you know because that's that's how we have these people that establish this. You know, like Nancy Pelosi. And yeah, something that establish like a power base and also make make money, make mm-hmm. millions of dollars in their position. I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch something to you that might sound crazy to a lot of people. Hmm. Um. You should only ever be able to hold office for maximum six years, any particular office. So senators get to serve one term, house members, three terms max, presidents, one term max, and maybe Mm -hmm. either do a three-year term for the president so they can serve two terms. Yeah, that'd probably work. Yeah. Or just one four-year term. I agree to that. Yeah. Because because you know what, what the worst thing about our entire political system is? Nothing happening. <laughs> nothing happening. But you yeah. know why nothing happens? Yeah. Is because everyone is always out fundraising for their next campaign. Yeah. Because American politics is not run by anything except the desire to be reelected. Yeah. These these people, these politicians <laughs> are not looking out for you and doing anything to ameliorate your life unless they know <laughs> It gets your fucking vote. Yeah. And that is a big problem mm-hmm. because they're not looking out for your best interests. They're looking out for your vote. Yeah. And once the people get into those positions and they feel like they're not scared, 
like they're that they that they don't have a job to do like they don't they don't feel motivated to do anything anyway no except for fundraise yeah. which is all that the democratic party and that's the thing and that's insider real, trading yeah nancy pelosi that that is <laughs> that is the primary reason nancy pelosi has been the speaker of the house for so long yeah. is because party leadership respects the fact that almost her entire career at least for the past 20 years she has been a top five fundraiser every single year yeah. for the house like nobody raises more money than Nancy Pelosi mm -hmm. because Nancy Pelosi has a lot of very rich friends because the Pelosi family is very involved with the Gettys, the Newsoms, mm -hmm. and all the other aristocracy families that run fucking California. Yeah. All of them are basically real estate empires. Mm -hmm. Um and the Pelosi's are very much involved in that. And uh you know, they they just use their money and leverage it for power. And use it to just shit on poor people. Yeah. So, fuck them. Fuck all of them. Fuck all of them. Yeah. I mean, we need to we need to stop stop electing uh, these mummies. Yeah. These, these lich kings. Yeah. And I mean, like you know, the only thing this is really going to fundamentally change for anybody is now Republicans will just do a bunch of shitty, pointless committees trying to punish Democrats. Yeah. Just in the same way that when the Democrats had control. All it was was a bunch of shitty, pointless committees investigating Russia Gate and stuff that yeah. never actually was consequential and nothing that ever actually mattered in a material way to anybody and just wasted everybody's time. Excuse me. In lieu of actually passing legislation that is impactful to anybody alive. Yeah. Yeah. There's then zero. Yeah. Like, yeah. When's the last time you heard anything about Russia Gate? No, because because it was a. <laughs> It was a fucking nothing burger. Yeah, it was. Just, it was just it's, a way. Yeah, it was just like. You yeah. Know. Did did Trump and his family try to collude with Russia? Absolutely. <laughs> All of the proof is there. He tried. Mm -hmm. Did he succeed? No. Yeah. Was anybody in law enforcement of any type willing to hold him accountable when it actually mattered? No. no. So guess what? It's over. <laughs> you lost. Mm -hmm. Stop fucking harping about the same thing. Like that's the thing. It's like, and it, has, it didn't affect him at all. Like it was just went off his back and like he was yeah. completely unaffected and then he's going to do the 2024. Right. And I, I, so. I, I'd like, I'd like somebody to explain to me exactly what, uh, the, the very public prime time January 6th hearings, uh, did. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, what, what did they materially do? Who actually paid a price for those things? How did society change because of it? How did even fucking the midterms change because of it? Nobody, nobody, like if you actually look at the graphs of things people cared about, um, when they were voting like Democrats, none of them said January 6th. Mm. It was all fucking abortion. It was, it was Dobbs, mm -hmm. you know, that, you know, uh, abortion, some inflation concerns. Yeah. It's just like, and you know, the fucking NIMBY fucking idiots were about crime. Yeah. Maybe immigration or something. Yeah. Cause there are lots of conservative Democrats out there oh, yeah, because yeah. make no mistake. The Democrats are a conservative party. Yeah. So, um, I'm just I'm just defeated when it comes to American politics. It's all fucking bullshit. Yeah. Nothing's going to fundamentally change except the committees are going to do different silly investigations. Uh, and I think they announced like today that they're going to do a very full investigation on Hunter Biden's laptop. Cool. Which is going to be funny. Yeah. Like if anything, it's going to be funny. No one's going to be held <clears throat> accountable for anything. No. They're not going to change any laws because the laws that they would have to change would do nothing but penalize Republicans because Republicans love this whole nepotism and mm -hmm. getting fucking, you know, consulting jobs for just having political power. Yeah. 
And they want that for all their kids. They want their kids to have the exact same privilege Hunter Biden does. They just don't want it public. Yeah. And so they don't want to legally change anything. They don't Mm -hmm. want to hold anybody accountable or make any rules preventing people from doing things like, you know, getting million dollar job, uh, a million dollar a year jobs that they are completely unqualified for just because, you know, their dad happens to live in the White House. Yeah. So, you know, nothing (laughs) nothing will ever change. Mm -hmm. And this is just, you know, another another turn. Like nothing will ever fundamentally fundamentally change really materially unless one party is in control of basically all government and they decide they really want to fucking go for it, which I don't think at this point in time, anybody is ever going to do anything. No, I don't think the Republicans nor the Democrats really have any power to actually do anything other than punish each other. Yeah. And they want to push all like all all problems, actual act, like actual solutions onto the free market, they which do, is, exactly. which is, which they is want, another reason why yeah. it doesn't, nothing happens. Like. Yeah. They, they want to contract out every real <clears throat> problem. Mm-hmm. And then when that obviously fails, they just blame the contractor or blame corruption yep. when the fact is that. The system needs to be built. Mm-hmm. Instead, they're relying on other places to build systems when these fucking other places do not care about systems or institutions. No. They care about making a profit. So they care about cutting the most corners possible in order to make something barely runnable. That's what, and that's why, like, the free market won't solve the housing crisis. Right. This, because, like, you know, they need to, like, there's no money to be made by giving everyone a home. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> and, there's, and there's no money to be made by giving people food. There's no that's, money that's the to thing, be though. about education. But they think there isn't. Yeah. But there is. Mm-hmm. Because that's one thing that, you know, unhoused people are largely cut out of is the wider consumer market. Yeah. Because their consumer decisions are always spent on survival. Mm-hmm. And survival consumption is very different from American consumption. Yeah. American consumption has to do with luxuries and excesses. Mm-hmm. Like if you look what like Americans spend all their money on now, well, it's housing now. Yeah. But <laughs> there was a time when we were actually a consumer society that actually basically the world ran on us buying things from the third world where our companies made factories and uses slave labor. Mm-hmm. The 90s, that's why we had global hegemony. And that's actually largely, oddly, a reason the USSR fell. Yeah. <laughs> is because we were just exploiting the third world in a way that they refused to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, they're going into Afghanistan. That whole thing. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> never, never go to Afghanistan. Just don't yeah, go. That's where they don't they, go. They ran, they ran into Rambo there, and he, he yeah. <laughs> never, never fucking, never piss off a fucking anti-war vet. Yeah, like they will fuck your shit. <laughs> They're he's a one-man army, and he can't be stopped. Up, it, it's weird to me. I don't know if we've discussed this before, but uh, so there are two types of veterans. Mm-hmm. There's anti-war veterans and there's pro-war veterans. Anti-war veterans are some of the coolest people I've met in my life. Yes. Their politics are sound and they they come from a real like praxis. And they, they've what they they they're able to process what they've seen and seen that it's bullshit. Exactly. And like and instead of just like swallowing mm-hmm. the propaganda and then just becoming the yes. pro pro-war vet. Yes. <laughs> On the other hand, the pro-war vet is just the worst human being imaginable. Yes. They are, they are a vessel and a unpaid salesman for colonialism and global American hegemony, even though they themselves have not benefited from it at all. And in fact are being killed by it. 
Yeah. Uh, like, you know, I think us, it comes from, you know, you know, they, they, they see, they, they, they saw and partook in atrocities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I think either, you, you know, you either come away and you have some sort of self reflection on that, or you just like have to like do the other thing where just like justify it, <laughs> continue mm-hmm. to justify it to live with yourself and then just like, and then just keep perpetuating the cycle. And it's just like, I don't understand it. Yeah, it's like of every, you know, I mean, uh, who knows? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I personally know and have people in my life that are pro war veterans, and I don't understand them. And they're fucking idiots, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, moving on, and actually, um, you know, fairly, uh, fairly related news. The Department of Defense on Tuesday released the results of its annual financial audit for fiscal year 2022 that showed the Pentagon had again failed to earn a clean report. Uh-oh. Did they lose another you know, trillion dollars and have to do another 9-11? Uh, no, it doesn't say specifically how much they lost, but they were given over $2 trillion worth of assets. Uh, there's... <laughs> Oh my god! Damn! If you're in a sky, if you work or live in a skyscraper, mm-hmm. um, get out now, <laughs> right? So here's something. <laughs> go to the, go to go to the go to the countryside. Here's something that's super fucked up. So, uh, as of now, there is absolutely no penalty for government organizations who do not pass their audits. Mm. There's no sort of penalty or really further auditing process whatsoever. They just see whether the audit comes back clean or not and leave it at that. Yeah. So, so say there's like, you know, a, a $10 billion missing and someone like literally stole it and put it in their bank account. They'll do the audit, say the audit's not clean and leave it at that. Yeah. Which is fucking insane. And I'm so, sure a lot of this money is actually going to funding like, you know black ops type oh 100 like that's that's where the money goes it's no, like it's for some places they can't re- actually so, report so there are numerous reports of the u.s uh government sending literal pallets of a hundred dollar bills to both iraq and afghanistan mm. and they disappear yeah yeah they can't trace them wow to the place that you know afghanistan the place that makes heroin yeah <laughs> like, that's that's wild fun. that's funny yeah <laughs> who would have thunk yeah, who'd have thunk? Who'd have thunk this has happened? Yeah. Um, so, um, there is no penalty for, uh, you know, if you don't pass your audit. But uh, Senator Bernie Sanders, who mm-hmm. seems to be the only person who cares about it, who cares about anything, has um, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, introduced a bill. Uh, and if it eventually passes, any department that fails to pass its audit with a clean option will have to forfeit 1% of its budget to the Treasury. Uh, which will apply that amount against the federal deficit. Uh, if the Pentagon receives uh, about $813 billion for the fiscal year 2013, as requested by President Joe Biden, that penalty could amount to more than $8.1 billion, which, um, you know, isn't a whole lot because some years, you know, up to uh, 50 to $100 billion has gone missing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, once again, they can steal you know, double the amount that they'd have to be penalized, 10 times the amount they'd have to be penalized. So, Oh, yeah. This is just like, I don't know. The Department of Defense has always been over-budgeted. I'd, uh, I'd really, you know, 
I'd like to see them survive on 10% less. I know they can because there's so much waste. Like if you talk to anybody in the military and ask them about government waste in the military, all of them will have stories, multiple mm-hmm. stories. Every, every vet I've ever talked to has multiple stories about like them sending like 50 redundancies of something that end up being burned or in the trash can because like, they're like, we can't use this. However, uh, and it's so complicated because American military are required to make things and use things first and foremost that are American made or, and, or by American companies. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, there is a fuck ton of waste. There's a fuck ton of factories that are built up in fucking flyover States in the middle of nowhere because someone has a Senator friend and their Senator friend says, Hey, I can get you this government contract. And they use that money to build a factory and basically, you know, make themselves fucking insanely rich just because they have an inside track. And that's, mm-hmm. that is corruption. Yeah. And that happens all the fucking time. Oh, yeah. But no one, no one's ever held accountable because instead of corruption, you know what we call that? Mm. Capitalism. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they're, they're interchangeable words. I need, you know, <laughs> if you have a government that runs capitalism, it is by definition a corrupt government. Yeah. Because when you apply capitalism to a government and privatize everything, you can't not be corrupt. It's impossible. Yeah, I mean, all they really do is pass laws to make it easier to do business in shadier and shadier ways. Right. And do business in shadier ways and put everything to the free market, make every government service handled by a contractor who is looking to make the most money and not help people the most thoroughly. No. So. Man, I was just looking. Yeah, it was $2.3 trillion that was lost uh, at 9 11. $2.3 trillion was lost. And guess what? Yeah, and, uh, right before the 9-11 attacks. And then they, then they just never followed up on it. That's right. Uh, well, <laughs> well, you know why they never followed up on it? Because, you know, who would follow up on that? Hmm. The Securities and Exchange Commission. You know you know where that was located? Where their offices were located? Pentagon? The Tower 7. Oh, shit. That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Almost all of their offices and basically all of the SEOs... Uh, fucking like information computers because this is pre-cloud yeah they didn't have all their information on a server anywhere but that building that fucking went up in flames Mm -hmm. so you know i (laughs) i don't know for sure if bush did 9-11 and i i will take a line from Truanon, who had a great three-part series called bush did Mm 9-11 there is no exact proof bush did 9-11 however if he didn't He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Because he just benefited exactly. from it. Exactly. It's like, yeah. yeah. And I understand how a lot of people can immediately jump to a conspiracy theory like fucking Bush did 9-11, like Epstein didn't kill himself. Even though there's evidence that, you know, those things aren't true, you look at who benefited the most from it and realize that even if there isn't a conspiracy behind this specific thing, there is a conspiracy behind the bigger picture. Yes. And, you know, with 9-11, you have- JFK and stuff like that. With with 9-11, you have stuff like the Security and Exchange Commission Mm -hmm. and the Pentagon losing all that money and then the place that's supposed to investigate them just disappearing. That's very suspicious. You look at who might have benefited from that. There's a lot of shady people. And so you go, huh, that's curious. No evidence, but curious. Yeah. Just um, like, you know, stroke your chin, be like, huh, yeah. I wonder if that's connected anyway. <laughs> Epstein. Uh, only one other person connected to Epstein and his child trafficking ring 
besides uh, Maxine Gaswell, has actually been tried and convicted of anything. Even though we have multiple ideas, multiple people that were set. Prince, flight logs. Prince Andrew hasn't been brought to justice, and there are there is literal a a witness who is public about him doing it. Yeah. Um. And Bill Clinton was on those flight logs. Bill Gates. Bill Gates. And Bill Clinton was just at the at the um uh F, it was at the FTX thing. The Chris. Tucker, Chris Tucker, Chris which, Tucker, multiple things. So Chris Tucker, the Chris Tucker one, I think hurt, hit me the hardest. Cause I, I, Chris, I expected better things out of Chris Tucker, Chris Tucker. <laughs> Here's the thing that bothers me. Mm-mm. Chris Tucker, very good friends with Michael Jackson. We know what Michael Jackson's accused of. Yeah. Chris Tucker, very good friends with Jeffrey Epstein, who is accused of the exact same thing, mm. which I mean, Yes. Could definitely be a coincidence. However, after Rush Hour 3, Chris Rock never really did anything again. His career definitely just kind of disappeared. Chris Rock? I'm sorry, Chris Tucker. Yeah. Chris Tucker. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it did. Yeah, what was he in after that? Like nothing. Yeah. Basically nothing. And and you, you got to wonder. You got to wonder because like sometimes things just happen quietly in Hollywood and people lose their careers for like different reasons. And I wonder if there's reasons people do not want to work with Chris Tucker mm. that might involve children. Could be it. I wonder. I just wonder. I'm I'm just asking questions, folks. Can't watch Fifth Element the same way again. I'm just asking questions, folks. <laughs> Why don't we have a fucking rush hour four? <laughs> that's all that's all I'm asking. <laughs> all right. So moving on to uh um news for um Probably a lot of people who listen to this podcast. Adderall user, users <laughs> struggle amid ongoing medication shortage. Oh, shit. So according to this article by CNN, uh, when the U.S. Food and Drug Administration confirmed a shortage of the drug Adderall last month, many people who rely on the medication weren't surprised. They've been struggling to fill their prescriptions for months now. The FDA says the shortage is expected to last another 30 to 60 days. It's happening in part due to a surging demand for Adderall and intermittent manufacturing delays at Teva Pharmaceuticals, one of the leading manufacturers of the drug, which is primarily used to treat attention deficit and hyperactivity disorder. Amid this increased demand, other manufacturers are also experiencing shortages. It's a problem that affects a growing number of Americans. Uh-oh. A report from data analytics firm Trillion Health found that nationally, prescriptions for Adderall among people ages 22 to 44 increased 15% between 20 and 2021. There was also a slight uptick in prescriptions among people 45 or older. Dr. David Goodman, an assistant professor in the Department of Psychiatry and Behavioral Sciences at John Hopkins, uh, says that for the past several months, his patients have had to wait several days to fill their prescriptions. Lately, they're having to wait up for a week or two. Some were even told that pharmacies might not see new supplies for months. A lack of access to Adderall, which must be taken daily, can have implications for careers, home lives, and even safety, Goodman said. Said, quote, this can come down to the difference between stopping at a red light or running the red light because you got distracted, he said. At home, it can mean being a less attentive member of the family, being unable to regulate your emotions and being more irritable, increasing conflicts. At work, it may mean increased impulsivity and tardiness, making the person seem like an unreliable worker. I've had patients call 10, 15, 20 pharmacies in order to get their medication, Goodman said. Now imagine you're sitting on the phone, desperate to get needed medication, pharmacy after pharmacy after pharmacy is telling you either you they can't tell you 
or they don't have any. And, quote, we can't tell you when we're going to get it. And that's where the panic sets in. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've taken Adderall before you. Yeah. I was never prescribed it, but like uh, I, I always did like really poorly in high school. And um, uh, my final senior year, uh, I started stealing my brother's Adderall. And I uh, got straight A's, <laughs> which tells me I definitely need it. But I also have a very addictive type personality. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I still just like kind of just throw a bunch of coffee into myself to, mm-hmm. to get a similar effect. But also <laughs> knowing that I'm not going to go off the fucking edge with coffee. Yes. Yeah, I've never tried it. I've always been curious because my ex was adamant that I have ADHD. But. I don't think I do. <laughs> I mean, I could see it. Like, you, yeah. you definitely have some ADHD, ADD qualities to mm-hmm. you. But at the same time, like, I don't know. I wouldn't want you to take Adderall because you wouldn't be pat anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah. You just, like, be wanting to, like, be productive. And I'd be like, what? Like, it's true. What happened to the shitty asshole I have? <laughs> <laughs> change back, Pat. Change back. Change back. I miss you. Um, yeah, so... I don't know. That's whatever. Yeah. I mean, they it, it can be a real problem for some people, but I'm not going to go out on a very far limb here and say that 75 to 90% of people that take Adderall don't need it. It just helps. A and little that bit. it's not going to lead to such catastrophic things that the person, that guy was saying, like people yeah. running red lights. Straight or... up. Straight up. Like, <laughs> if, if you, without your medication, cannot drive... I mean, for fucking people with um, epilepsy, they don't let them drive. Yeah. Straight up, if if you can't drive without a medication, you probably shouldn't be allowed to drive. Yeah. Because there's a lot of situations where you might not have your medication, and having you on the road is a danger to everybody. Yeah. It's just like fucking having a super old person who's fucking mentally vacant drive. Like, yeah. It's not safe. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like move to some place with better public transportation. It's, I don't want to sound ableist about it, but like if, if you need chemicals to just be able to pay attention to traffic lights, that's some extreme stuff, man. Like you should probably take the bus. I mean, they're and distracted driving is bad enough. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's like looking at their phone yeah. while they're driving, but mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever like look at ADHD Twitter. Like it's pretty entertaining. No. Like just like lots of people using, uh, self-diagnosed ADHD oh, uh, yeah. things for to justify not bathing, doing the oh. dishes, like that they ha- constantly have to be watching Netflix and looking at their phone and stuff. I'm just like, so, okay, maybe I don't have ADHD. Right. So, <laughs> so the internet has ruined. I mean, mental health. I yeah. mean, in a lot of ways, but it has also ruined like the medical system of mental health and how mm-hmm. things should go. So many people. The thing is, when you make a self-diagnosis, you are assuming that you have a level of understanding and knowledge that someone who went to medical school (laughs) for the majority of a decade also has. Yeah. Which is very um, presumptuous, and I'd say just fucking dumb. Yeah. Like, if 
and it's funny to me because so many of these people are the liberals who are like, yeah, I believe in health and science and stuff. We got to trust, you got to trust doctors and scientists. I'm like, but they don't trust professionals. to. Yeah. I'm like, them. yeah, but, but you're like, but every doctor I've been to says I'm definitely not autistic, but I know I am. Yeah. I'm like, dude, what? Yeah. Come yeah. on. No, like you're, you're literally at that point, you're disregarding a professional medical opinion. Mm-hmm. And, and like, there's tons of people like this. They're all on Twitter, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's someone on, or sorry, Tumblr. Mm-hmm. There's some of them are on Twitter, but like largely Tumblr. <laughs> yeah. Tumblr is a great place. Oh, and uh fucking TikTok. Yeah. There's yeah. so many people who God, the, have you seen the tick TikTok? It's like people who have like facial tics or whatever. And like 99% of them are just making them up or people oh, yeah. who say they have fucking Tourette's and shit. And they just, have Tourette's in a way that no one who actually has Tourette's has Tourette's. I think it's, I think cause you know, that like, you know, first year psych student, you know, syndrome is like a real thing, mm-hmm. you know, where, you know, psych students like, you know, automatically assume that they have like the conditions. Yep. And I think like, you know, since it's such a big topic online and also it's been kind of like become cool mm-hmm. to also have these things. I hate that. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. if you're listening to this, like just know it's not cool to have any disease. It sucks. Mm-hmm. And uh, we shouldn't stigmatize it. No. But we should also recognize that it sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks to, like, not be able to just, like, naturally do things and fit in and be yourself naturally without anybody being disturbed by it. Like, yeah. you know, and I, I deal with certain things here and there. I've been yeah. diagnosed with several things. Um mm-hmm. By mental health professionals and uh, Planned Parenthood, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, like it's like listen to mental health professionals. Like, yeah. if you don't trust a mental health professional, get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. And I've I've gotten second opinions, and sometimes you know they've reinforced what the first one I didn't trust said, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe the first person was right. Yeah. Maybe 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 they're right. I'm like. <laughs> You know, sometimes they've also gone against the first person. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I was right. But, yeah, yeah. But, but ultimately, trust professionals. Like, that's why we have it. Yeah, that's why you have medical school. Mm-hmm. So someone can tell you that. And it's like, yeah, I understand a lot of people, you know, don't have the money and access for a lot of these things. Um, but if you don't have that, why would you jump to a conclusion that would just make your life harder? Yeah. Why? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but I do, I do feel like it's yeah, weaponized to just like justify, you know, just like it's funny because like when they use it, they do it to, to justify like laziness in a way. They, they do that. And also to, uh, to it's weaponized heavily yeah. too. like I remember one time like someone was going on about something on Star Trek and I was like, that's just like legitimately a silly opinion. And I called him a nutter. And, yeah. and they were like, uh, also like earlier in the discussion, I, I mentioned something about being intersectional. Like you're not intersect. Don't you understand intersectional intersectionality has to do with mental health too. And I'm like, listen, I was addressing the fact that you have <laughs> ideas that make no sense. Yeah. All right. And they're like, uh, nutter that comes from nuts. And that means you're insult. I'm like, what else am I supposed to say? You're being factually unreasonable to a point that I am concerned for your mental health. Like, mm-hmm. what do you want me to say? Yeah. Like, Nutter breaks it down pretty perfectly. It's not ableist to call someone a nutter when they're 
behaving unreasonably. I'm not referencing a certain disease or mm -hmm. something or stigmatizing people with a certain disease or anything. I'm stigmatizing people that have ideas that don't make sense, yeah. which doesn't require mental illness. Yeah. So, yeah. Fuck it. Yep. <laughs> Indeed. All right. So we are going to uh, close out the real news. I promised you we'd talk about uh, the Catholic Church and abuse. Oh, yeah. So we're going to close out the, the this real news on the biggest bummer of all time. So according to an article uh, published yesterday by the AP, Maryland has found... Uh, oh, Mar Maryland. Yeah. yeah. Maryland Probe, where you're from, uh, has found 158 abusive priests... With over six hundred victims in the past eighty years, so oh shit, uh, is, is, is is it all over Maryland or it's uh, it's no, it is just the archdiocese of Baltimore. Oh shit, yeah, that makes sense. Like, uh, there's that one Netflix documentary about um, uh, abuse in Baltimore, mm -hmm. put through the Catholic Church. Yeah, ba for some reason, Baltimore and Boston got. The well, I mean, it's it's the Irish. Let's be honest. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Irish Catholics. <laughs> like, thanks a lot, Brandon. Yeah, thanks a lot. Um, so I want you to guess. So a hundred and um, what was it a hundred and forty, a hundred and fifty-eight? So take a guess at what percentage a hundred and fifty-eight is of the number of priests overall in the diocese. And just the Maryland diocese are all around of uh, just the Baltimore archdiocese. Uh, how many? Twenty nine percent. Damn. There are five hundred and forty five priests, and one hundred and fifty eight of them have been uh, named as abusers, which is <clears throat> seven times the rate of conviction for cis males. Wow. And 15 times the rate for LGBTQ individuals. Mm. And I wanted to use this to uh, kind of talk about it, a little thing there. So a lot of people, <laughs> you might have heard uh, the term groomer yeah. coming up a lot lately, especially in things like school board meetings and stuff. Yeah, somehow that groomer talk has never effect, never been directed at the Catholic Church. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, um, <laughs> so I'm, and I want to address this with, uh, you know, some, some numbers here. Because, you know, I like, I like to believe that thing, you know, material things should be at least mathematically and statistically looked at in order to reinforce the actual, you know, material ideas behind them. Yeah. And the material idea here is that LGBTQ people, especially those who work in schools, are somehow there to groom children into their sexual way of life and also to specifically have sex with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me be clear when I say this. If you're accusing anybody who defines as LGBTQ of being dangerous to children just because of their identity... Uh, you're looking in the demographic that literally has the lowest levels, especially compared to cis males mm -hmm. who are absolutely leading this charge. And especially religious white cis males who we can clearly see don't give a real fuck about sexual assault. No. They just want to punish queer people for their identity. So, Yeah, yeah it's definitely a wedge issue. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing. Here's a statistic a lot of people don't know. And mm -hmm. by a lot of people, I mean literally anyone who has ever voted Republican. 82% of all suspected and reported child abuse predators were in a hetero, uh, sorry, a heterosexual relationship with the child's parent. Mm. 82%. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, uh, grooming really just takes place, you know, mm -hmm. with pe with so the person knows the abuser. Yeah. 
like, so literally four fifths of all sexual assaults, more than four fifths against children happen from their parents, boyfriend or girlfriend, Mm -hmm. heterosexual. Mm -hmm. To put this in another statistical form, if you're a single heterosexual parent, your partner is 100 times more likely to sexually assault your child than literally anybody else in your life unless you go to Catholic church. A hundred fucking times. Jesus. So we know who the groomers are, and they're categorically not queer people, statistically. Mm -hmm. They are everybody yelling groomer at the top of their lungs. Yeah. I mean, like... Yeah, the Catholic Church has always had that problem, mm-hmm. and they just throw money at it, and that's yeah. that's no, they they hide it. They they just try to hide. They do the same thing that fucking bad cops do. Yeah, which is why a cab, but also a cab. All Catholics are bastards. Yeah, you are reinforcing a legitimately poisoned hierarchy that legitimizes and upholds child molestation. Yeah, how. How more villainous and evil can you get? Like literally fucking DC or Marvel would never make a villain that evil no. because that's unbelievably bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and somehow they receive. Yeah. Like, you know, there's been talk about it, but I think like they're so powerful. Like. Yeah. I mean, the, the Catholic, as I said earlier, they're, they're one of the powerful. Yeah. Largest <laughs> landowners on earth. Mm-hmm. They have like, you know, probably. I don't, I don't even know how much money they have. They're probably one of the richest organizations on earth. Yeah. Like, they've been saving money for 1500 years. God. Yeah. Like, <sighs> I mean, I was raised Catholic. I never got, I never, I never personally experienced anything creepy. I mean, I did like, I did hate it every minute yeah. of it because my dad went through a whole Catholic resurgence oh, God. and That's like, the worst. Yeah, he, he actually converted to Catholicism. No. Yeah. Oh, why? Wait. And your mom wasn't Catholic. My mom's Catholic. Yeah. Oh, this, did he convert for her? Or? Uh, no, he, I think he just like, liked Catholicism for some reason. I don't know. Like what a fucking sick. It was really weird. Like I Who chooses Catholicism. <laughs> that is some sick fucking shit. Oh yeah, he and especially in our lifetimes, and you know, you know how born again people can be, and I so mean, he born, was born again evangelicals are bad enough. Born again, like people who grow up Catholic, they can go either way. It's fine. Mm-hmm. People who are born again Catholic are choosing like the silliest shit. Oh yeah, they're choosing the ancient silly shit with the fucking with with a guy who's alive who's supposedly infallible, which is <laughs> mm-hmm. like. Whoa, dude, that's like way off the deep end. Like evangelicalism, yeah, off the fucking deep end. But you know, if you're a shitty American, I can at least get why you'd be on board. Like, mm-hmm. there's no reason to be a Catholic if you're in a, a country with Protestant values. <laughs> you don't get a fucking siesta like the Spanish do. <laughs> yeah. You don't get the benefits of a Catholic culture. No. Like, you are living in a Protestant society and just choosing to live in a Protestant society and go to the boring church. You're yeah. a f- fucking idiot uh, have you ever, ever ever attended a catholic mass unfortunately yeah it's yeah. weird it's bad I'll, it's boring as fuck although i will say um episcopalian is probably worse no oh. episcopalian so so episcopalian they actually branched off uh a few years ago due to one of their archbishops being gay 
Mm. And so the uh, Episcopalians split into two churches, one who accept gay people and one who's super anti-gay. Mm. The super anti-gay church is f- like worse than Catholics. Are Episcopalians allowed to marry and stuff? Yeah. Mm. yeah. They're, just- they're, they're just like, they're like Catholics, but without like any of the money really. Yeah. They're just, they have all the, the old dudes in big robes and like only organ or piano music and like mm. all the old fucking like swinging shit and you know oh yeah 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 so it's like yeah it's like it's like catholic catholicism but they don't have cool elaborate churches or anything like that they just have shitty little churches and they're poor yeah so yeah fuck them fuck them yeah but the gay ones they're fine yeah fine if you accept gay people when you're religious (laughs) i don't don't care catholics though yeah catholics have a lot to answer for they've done a lot of dumbass shit yeah after after my confirmation i like i was just like well i never want to go ever again in my entire life beautiful well what's your uh so what's your christian name then i actually don't remember wow yeah look at you disrespecting jesus like that yeah i mean it was yeah i don't i don't fucking know like i i barely paid attention like I, I was hard enough for me to f- to stay awake during those during uh like being dragged to that bullshit at like mm-hmm. fucking eight in the morning. Yikes! It was <laughs> it was yeah. fucking awful. I was just like I want to die, but yeah. yeah, it's uh yeah. So I went to um uh my parents sent me to a Catholic middle school when I was in sixth grade. Cool. And uh the guy, what well, this guy, I was in a uh, in the class with. Mm-hmm. He's now a priest. Mm-hmm. I want to keep in mind this guy is now a priest. He um he wore diapers until he was in eighth grade, uh, because he was heavily abused by his parents. And he one time I was assigned to sit next to him on the bus, and he crapped his pants next to me one time. <laughs> and this motherfucker is now a priest, dude. This is like the most tragic story ever. Like, <laughs> yeah. wow, that's fucked up, dude. He and yeah, he, he was his parent. His parents got multiple calls for like um um uh child services and stuff. And this, and so, yeah, this kid, he was wearing, he wore diapers and because he couldn't control his bowels. Yeah. I love, I love how he's like a part of the system that like definitely protected his parents. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's and and like, let them abuse him. His parents actually took him out of the Catholic school Uh to, because they didn't feel it was strict enough. (laughs) What the fuck? And he actually went right into the seminary, I think at like 18 or whatever. Poor motherfucker. Yeah. God, that, that motherfucker needs a hug. Poor guy. Jesus yeah. Christ. Hopefully he's not like perpetuating the cycle of abuse now himself, but yeah, let's hope not. Yeah, it's it's really bleak shit. Yeah, that's a great place to stop. <laughs> Bye everybody. Thanks Bye. for listening. <laughs>